Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez unveils new legislation aimed at lowering poverty in America. We'll tell you all about it. Also, a new study finds some surprising differences in the way men and women read the Bible. And finally, don't get too excited, Kanye fans. His new album might not land this week after all. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Clark Flippo. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first, a message from today's sponsor. At Baylor University's Truett Seminary, kingdom-minded women and men are equipped to follow their callings. Wholeheartedly committed to rigorous academic instruction and intentional spiritual formation, Truett offers seven Master of Divinity graduate certificates, as well as seven joint degrees in the fields of law, business, education, social work, and music. Wherever your calling may take you, Truett Seminary will help to prepare you for the journey. Learn more at baylor.edu forward slash Truett. All right. To tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Clark. First up, Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has another big piece of legislation, this one looking to uh, tackle poverty. Yeah, that's right. So on Wednesday, while most of her party spent the day talking about impeachment, uh, freshman representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez introduced a new package of anti-poverty proposals aimed at expanding federal benefits to more people, and that includes undocumented immigrants. So this legislation is called a just society, and it would update the federal poverty line to include expenses like child care, internet access, and it would take into account places where people live. She told NPR, quote, I think one of the things that we can get done is build popular support in acknowledging how bad the problem already is. In doing so, we can actually begin to fundamentally address those problems. If we can acknowledge how many Americans are actually in poverty, I think we can start to address some of the more systemic issues in our economy. So what's actually in this package? Yeah, so among the proposals in this very aggressive package is strengthening the social safety net for the formerly incarcerated, scoring federal contractors on worker friendliness, and expanding tenants' rights. It also calls on the U.S. to ratify the landmark U.N. Human Rights Treaty called the International Covenant on Economic, Social, and Cultural Rights. Uh, and like I said, she also calls for extending federal welfare benefits to undocumented immigrants. She told NPR, when we begin to unify our systems, I think we will get more cohesive immigration policy, economic policy, political policy. And I think it sends a message that if you contribute to our society, you should benefit from our society. Yeah. I mean, all that seems pretty unlikely, though, to pass in this political environment. <laughs> That's exactly so. Uh, as with Ocasio-Cortez, or as she's often known, AOC's signature environmental legislation, the New Green Deal, this just society stands about a 0% chance of passing the Republican-controlled Senate. But like the rest of her freshman colleagues in what's called the squad, Ocasio-Cortez has tended to focus more on shifting the Overton window via bold plans. This might mean that she passes fewer pieces of legislation, but but as she told NPR, quote, if I had to decide what I'd rather have the resolution pass or what I'd rather have preferred, we start a national conversation about the urgency of the climate crisis. I would have chosen the latter every single time. Wow. Well, uh, turning to other news, uh, some interesting new research about the different ways men and women read the Bible. 
Yeah, at least when it comes to reading the Bible digitally, the way most of us do now, uh, online or on an app situation. And one study has revealed that when it comes to reading the Bible digitally, the answer is a little complicated about how men and women process it differently. Women retain just as much of their Bible reading via an app as they do with a regular old print Bible. Men like you and me, Clark, not so much. <laughs> That's according to a study published in Journal of Religion, Media, and Digital Culture. This was reported by Christianity Today. They found that men just don't remember quite as much of the Bible they read when doing it via the popular YouVersion app, although the study did note they tend to read more of it when using an app situation. Women, on the other hand, read about the same amount via an app as they do with a print Bible, and they retain about the same amount of information on either medium. In other words, while apps like YouVersion may help men read more of the Bible, they might actually be engaging it less. I always knew I was never good at um, memory verses. Yeah, well, that might be right. Try using a print Bible instead of the app. So do they know uh, why this uh, might be? Well, it's hard to say why exactly, but at least part of it lines up with what's generally understood about the different ways men and women process information in the digital age. Men prefer reading things digitally more than women do, while women generally have higher reading comprehension. Uh, this study, which had participants read the book of Jude in different mediums, found people of both genders were significantly more likely to be mystified by what they were reading if it was read digitally. According to the study, digital readers were almost twice as likely to say they felt confused by what they read as print readers were. Wow. So uh, what else did the study find? Oh, there were some other interesting findings. For example, while the majority of participants, about 66%, say they prefer a print Bible for long reading, about 43% use a smartphone for their reading anyway, and 20% use a computer. In other words, Bible readers tend to be pretty pragmatic about their reading habits. They go for what the researcher John Dyer called the NAB approach, uh, NAB standing for Nearest Available Bible. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so finally... Finally, uh, Kanye fans, man, we might have to wait a little longer for Jesus is King. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, after uh, he infamously delayed the release of Life of Pablo, uh, supposedly due to some protestations of Chance the Rapper at the time, and now appears that Kanye's next release, Jesus is King, which was supposed to release tomorrow, Friday, uh, September 27, that it is going to miss that release date. Uh, we are dealing with rumors here. The only reason anyone even knows about this uh, alleged Jesus Jesus is King album from Kanye is because of his wife, Kim Kardashian, who posted an Instagram about it, but numerous media reports that the album could very well be delayed. Nevertheless, Kim herself retweeted a countdown timer earlier today, indicating that at least she seems to think the album will still be released as planned. But honestly, at this point, it'd be almost weirder for Kanye to deliver an album on time, given his well-known love of last-minute tinkering. So uh, by the time this is actually, uh, we're, we're editing this now at uh, 5 o'clock, my time over here in France, by the time it actually lands in our listeners' uh, timelines, we might know a lot more than we do right now. But right now, if you're looking forward to the Kanye album, I'm sure some people are, don't get your hopes up. Well, you know, you're in the future, so you can give us a heads up. Yeah, maybe so. I'll know first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler, thanks. Thanks, Clark. To read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also, for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant, on Facebook, and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. Finally, subscribe to our print magazine and all our other podcasts. We're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.